Here they come! Hello, and welcome to episode 86 of Effectively Speaking, the podcast that takes a look at some of the special effects sequences of film and television, be they classic, average, or duff. I'm your host, Eric Moore, and today I'm joined by Chris Irons to discuss the hospital escape in Terminator 2. Here, but Doc, I'm kind of nervous when I take tests. Hello, Chris. Hello, Eric. You ready to go back to 1991? That was the year I graduated, so absolutely. <laughs> what a great way to remember that year, graduation and Terminator 2 coming out. Well, I don't know if I told you. You've probably heard the story that, you, of course, Matt and my wife, Kelly, they both worked, worked at the theater. Mm-hmm. And we and you did the same thing. We used to show midnight showings, and whatever came out, we would watch it. And this, this came out, and we, we turned it on, and halfway through, I was so excited to, to see this movie. Halfway through, the cops came in in the back door of our theater. What? Because they they were, you know how the, the, the police go around and see if, all, if everything's okay, and there's, there were some doors open in another theater, I think, and they came in that theater and came in the other theater where we were watching it and interrupted the movie. We had to turn it off because they thought we were robbing the place, but <laughs> we decided just to sit down and watch Terminator 2 while we're robbing the place. Right. <laughs> so Kelly had to show her ID, Matt had to show her um, his ID, you know, that we, we, we work here, we're the staff, we're watching Terminator. And I was just upset because I wanted to see this movie so bad, and they had, and they stopped it middle through the movie and all, you know? Uh, did all the police look like Robert Patrick? <laughs> I didn't even <laughs> I didn't even know. I don't, I, not our town cops, no. <laughs> all right. See, that's what I've got a mental image of, of, you know, you've got five or six cops coming in, and they all look like Robert Patrick. I would I would have died. <laughs> That'd been awesome. I tell you what, you're starting that with a, a cinema story. Can I tell you my cinema story about this? Sure. Go, yeah. Go All right. On. When it came out, there was a there was a preview on a sat- Saturday night, okay? And the cinema I was working in, it didn't have the preview, right? And the nearest one to us was uh, Hastings, okay? Which is about you know an, an hour and a half, two two hour drive away, and. Back in those days in with projectionists, there were four projectionists, right? And two of the projectionists yeah. had that weekend off. And it was like, ha ha, two fingers up at me. We're going to go and see it, and you're not. We're going to see it before <laughs> you. We're going to see it before you. And I'd have put up with all this gloating because I was working that Saturday with the other guy. And I was finishing at, at like, you know, 7 o'clock, but that's the time it started. I had no way to get down to Hastings to see this film. And all week long, these other two guys are, ha, 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 we're going to see it before you, we're going to see it before you, you know. And it's like, but what they didn't know is I had arranged... Uh, that's right I had arranged with the chief projectionist at Hastings that they would get two free tickets and I said you know on the understanding you go up and say hello to them you know it's only common courtesy you know fellow projectionists and all that before you see the film go up to the projection box and just say hello yeah yeah we'll do that right 
what they didn't know is I had actually arranged with the other guy I was working with. Instead of finishing at seven, I was going to finish at five, okay? And okay. I was going down to Hastings as well, but they didn't know that, okay? So okay. <laughs> so I finish at five. I scud down to Hastings. I got there before them. I went up to the projection box, talking to the chief projectionist, you know, good mate of mine, and uh, and eventually up they come. Okay, very nervous. They'd never been in another projection box before. Very, you know, timidly introduced themselves to, you know, Pete, the chief there. And then they turned around and they saw me standing there. It's like, what the bloody hell are you doing? <laughs> you know? And so, yeah, that was great laugh and it was fun and everything like that. But the, my point of this was, you know, all week they had been saying, oh, we're going to see it before you. We're going to see it before you. We went down to watch it, but I was sat in a row about five or six in front of them. So technically, I saw it before them because the light hit my eyeballs before it hit theirs. You know? Did you ever tell them this? Uh, of course I did. I came out straight <laughs> afterwards and said, oh, I saw it before you because the light and the sound hit my ears and eyes before it hit yours. So there, up yours. <laughs> yes, that's hysterical. So that's my little cinema story. All right. Okay. All right. With them two out the way, let's get into this. I think from the last time we were talking Terminator, this is your favorite Terminator film, isn't it, Chris? It is. This is the one I like the most out of the whole entire franchise. And what are your feelings about the new one coming up? As this is going to be like a, uh, it's going to be a complete continuation from this one, ignoring all the rest, isn't it? Well, isn't this? I thought this was. The next term, I thought this was like T, the, the the real T three. Like this yes. is after T two. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a direct sequel. Forget you know James Cameron going on the publicity circuit when Genesis came out and all that and and giving his endorsement. It looks like now he's given his two fingers up and said no. Forget everything that happened after T two. This is the only sequel you you should really think about. And the only thing that I, I saw there's a new photo of uh, Linda Hamilton and some other two other younger people. And she looks badass. She looks pretty cool as hell. The only thing I can think of is if Arnold's in it and all, but I I love the man, but I don't know. I don't know if he could pull this one off. I don't know. I don't know if they're tweaking it with CGI or what, you know. Yeah, yeah but... I guess if they make him look look younger or take out all the, all the wrinkles in his open heart surgery line, yeah, but I, I don't know. Yeah, but you've got to get, get out of jail free card because he's a Terminator underneath. Didn't, didn't they say in one of the the latest ones you know that the skin on the outside ages but the terminator underneath doesn't so you know yeah he, yes he could okay be, although that doesn't work does it because if the skeleton underneath is you know the same as normal and arnold needs to move around in a wheelchair why would a terminator be in a wheelchair you know <laughs> the skeleton is all right isn't it right but but i guess that maybe the end, end of skeleton doesn't make the terminator old or feel old yeah, maybe they might look old, but but you're right. If he's like you know, in a wheelchair going around and with his red eyeball, I don't know about that. Yeah, that is an interesting point. If you're a Terminator and you're covered in living skin, and you get old, and then the living skin dies, does that mean the Terminator's walking around with like a ca cadaver? He's covered in a cadaver that slowly rots away. That's pretty disgusting now since you, since you just is. brought that up. <laughs> it's like if you watch the end of, you know, uh, Donovan at the end of Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, the way he rapidly yes. ages, but the, it would be in slow motion. That's eventually what would happen to a Terminator, wouldn't it? It would just slowly rot away and fall away, revealing the how, skeleton. How about the, the female Terminator in, in, in T3? Like, you know, you know, the older woman gets, their, their breasts sag. 
do the breast or sag and, and the well, skeleton underneath still. Yeah, 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 because that's all still meat, isn't it? It, 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 it right. It's the human skin, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Would a Terminator go off and have Botox? <laughs> I don't know. See, these are questions I want to answer in the next film. Okay? Yeah, come, come on, James Cameron. It's very doubtful if you're listening, but if you are listening, <laughs> are you going to address these things? You know, I mean, it's a Hollywood film. Yeah, come on. Yeah, answer answer the the real questions that the the true fans are asking. See, that is another thing. I mean, you know, you you, you know, in Hollywood now, you know, uh, the way that everybody, as they get older, they have to have botox and and all this augmentation and stuff. I, I guess a Terminator would have to do that as well to fit in. But yeah, but if you put in like an injection in the forehead or whatever the cheeks, whatever, it would break the. Needle, I would it think. Would. <laughs> There's no point. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. See? All right. Okay. All right. So, yeah, we've established before and we've established now this is uh, your favorite. Um, and and that, not because, I mean, part one, yes, I love it. I love it to death, but I, maybe it's because there's more Arnold, I guess. Hmm. More Terminator stuff going on, and he's 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 the good guy. And the T one thousand, Robert Patrick, is a major plus to this movie. He is. We'll talk about this shortly, but he is my favorite thing in this whole film. Is Robert Patrick? Um, I don't know if I would like it so much if there was a a, a, a lesser actor in the role. Yeah, and I'm sure you're going. I, I did no research. I'm sure you're going to tell me because where did he come from? Oh, 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 that's all, all, all coming up. Don't worry. Okay. Don't worry. Right. But no, I, I think I said the last time we talked Terminator, I, 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 number one is my favorite. It's always been my favorite. You know, I mean, you know, for many reasons. I mean, they made it on an incredibly low budget. You know, it's, it's utterly believable. It's a utterly believable science fiction tale. It's played dead straight. You know, you've got tons of action and tension. And at the very, very core of it, it is a love story, isn't it? Um, it is, yes, yes, it is, and it's it's one. I don't know who doesn't like T T two. Like you know, what which one says ah T two was the worst one? Nobody says. Nobody that. says that's the worst one. But I mean, with with T two, I mean, I think I, I I do like it very much. But it it's a case of the usual Hollywood thing, you know, when something's a success. Well, what do we do? Well, we throw a lot of money at it and we make it yeah. bigger and glitzier and flashier, you know, and, right. and and sometimes that affects it. And, and you know, what the appeal was for me being a low budget, science, gritty science fiction film, they then turned it into a typical Hollywood blockbuster. OK, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. It's a bit like what they did with Alien and Aliens. You know, Alien was successful, throw money at it, make it bigger and flashier and glitzier, you know. Right. Um, and, and so it becomes a, just a, a very, very different beast, you know. And But I still prefer, you know, like Alien over the Aliens, I prefer Terminator over Terminator 2. Um, well, what do, you, what do you think with James Cameron? Like, why do you think, like, back then, he made some, some kick-ass sequels, some really good-ass movies and stuff, and what's the deal now? What's taking him 38 years after Avatar to make another one? I think like, it's technology. You know, he has so many, you know, interests now, hasn't he? You know, uh, developing new ways of telling stories, new technology, science, etc., etc. It becomes a distraction for him. It's good to see him getting back in the director's chair to do this because we've got the Avatar sequels coming up soon as well, haven't we? Yeah, but but do you do you really care? are you looking forward like ooh Avatar two is coming out this weekend? No. Do you really care after it's no. been so long ago? No, not at all. Yeah, me neither. Not yeah. at all. I think the more you know, we go down the route of 
sequels. I hate it when a film becomes a franchise, you know, because it's like, uh, well, yeah, we've yeah. seen it all before. We've seen it. All. It's like the Jurassic World films. Okay, yeah, they're good and the special effects are good, but give me the first one every time. Go back to the source, you know. Yeah, first time. one always holds up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You get that an awful lot with directors as well. You know, they arrive on the scene, they've got something to prove, they've got lots of energy, they've got lots of ver, they they got lots of vision you know and then they get eaten up by hollywood and then they produce hollywood films and it's like oh, i've seen this before i've seen this before yeah, that was the problem right. i had with the avatar it's like oh i've seen that in aliens i've seen that before i've seen that before that line i've heard before you know and it's all like yeah, yeah. it looks spectacular but it's nothing different you know it's nothing new Right. Yeah, well, that's what's going on in Hollywood now. There's, there's no new ideas. It's all just rehashes, rebooting, and whatnot. Yeah. Look at us. Look at us. We said rehash both at exactly the same time then. <laughs> we did. We're in tune, you and I, Chris. We might be thousands of miles away, but our minds, we're in tune. We're connected. We're connected. Yes, yes. A bit like, you know, um, um, thingamajig, Skynet. That, or I was going to say the, av- the avatar and whatever, and the hair that goes into the... Yeah, didn't they? Didn't they do something? No, <laughs> I I just, forget, I, I've just got a manky old pair of headphones on. I've got nothing in the back of my neck. <laughs> All right, but this film, Terminator Two, the biggest problem I've got with this film is bloody Edward Furlong. You don't like him? I can't stand him. Uh, I don't mind him. I mean, I think he was good in um, what's the one with the the um, American America horror history, history yes, X? American History X. Is that? Was, I, I know what you mean. He, he, yeah, he played the Nazi kid. I, yeah, I Edward this. Norton's kid brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, yeah, and he, yeah, 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 he, yeah. He was good in that. But, you know, in this film, I don't believe for one second that this obnoxious little brat is the John Connor that we see all grown up. I know you have character development and stuff like that, but no, I just found him very annoying. And his mate, I mean, we're not talking about him in this sequence, but his mate, that kid that was in Big, you know, Tom yeah. Hanks' his little mate in Big, <laughs> grown up a bit but still bloody annoying no i just oh oh I don't but, know. but but i think that they played snotty teenage kids perfectly just they're just just you know punks little punks i don't I, like little punks though that's my problem <laughs> <laughs> but don't you think that we all were little punks at one time speak for yourself i wasn't like i was a gentleman <laughs> All right, I was a punk. All right, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, okay. Well, let let's stop for a clip, shall we? And then we'll okay. get right into it. All right, let's pause for a clip. No! 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 Help her! Wait here. Hurry up! Hurry up! Kill us all! Kill us all! Oh no! If you want to live, it's okay, Mom. He's here to help. It's okay. Right. So by the time we get to our sequence, we've already seen some of what the T1000 can do because you know we've had the shopping mall scene, haven't we? And we've we- had the truck chase. 
Which, Eric, that shopping mall scene, I can watch that every day, on the hour, every hour, because that is just for me. Like That's that's Hollywood. That's history right there for me. I was thinking about that for discussion, but I think the sequence we're talking about today, you've got more in the way of special effects, you know? Yes, this is true. Because yeah. well, in, in the shopping mall, when, he, when he's shooting them down, down the, the back mall hallway, like, seeing those things appear on a T-1000, you know, it's just like some kind of Reynolds wrap that they're putting <laughs> yeah. they're putting on his body, but it still looks awesome as hell. Yeah, no, no, no. It is a very, very cool scene, but as I say, the one we're talking about today has got far more. So uh, let's get ahead with uh, on with it. Right, so John Connor, he's told old Arnie there not to kill anyone, and they're off to rescue Sarah from the hospital, aren't, aren't they? Yes, which, which Linda Hamilton holds her own. Here, she really, she's she's good in this. Oh, she's a lot pu- better. I guess like it's totally opposite from from part one. She's she, in part one, she just like sat there and oh, what was me and crying. In this one, she just takes you by the balls and just kicks your ass. She, I, I love her in this because yeah, yeah. You're, you're right with the, with that poodle haircut she's got at the beginning of yeah. in the first one, you know, and and yeah, she is you know, uh, yeah, quite helpless. But yeah, there's character development. She knows you know, that she's got to protect her son. She knows she's got to stay in shape. She knows she's got to become a warrior woman, you know, to fight off yeah. any more impending threats. And uh, absolutely brilliant. I, and, and I mean, you you know, you say in this new one coming up, she looks kick-ass. Well, she looked kick-ass back then in 1991, didn't she? Yeah, yeah. And and yes, and God, how old, how old, how old is she now? I don't, I don't even, I couldn't even tell you, but she looks, she, she can kick my ass still, you know? <laughs> she, She's about my age. She's about my age or a bit older. She must be approaching 60. She must be. But yeah, okay. uh, but no no yeah, she does look good and she looked good then. Yeah, definitely. Yes. Um and when this sequence starts that we're going to talk about, there's already a lot going on. You know, the T1000 T1000 is already there and Sarah has picked the lock to her room. And uh, really our sequence starts <laughs> with that uh, that chubby guard doing his yeah. rounds. And uh, walking over that black and white checkerboard floor, which uh, oh, yeah. which rises up. Now, watching that, I mean, you know, watching it now, I haven't got it on Blu-ray. I've got it on regular DVD, but I'm watching it on my 50-inch TV. And that still looks good today. Yes, it's CGI. I mean, it's right. obviously CGI. But the way he rises up behind him, still with that checkerboard pattern on, which then turns into the T-1000, uh, that, that, that's still really, really good. It's 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 per perfection and yes it's it's 2018 now and it still looks good but in 91 when you saw that happen it it looked phenomenal like it, it it blew your mind this film is a bit like you know a couple of years later when Jurassic Park came out that you knew it was going to be a blockbuster and people went to see it because of the special effects because people were looking looking forward to the special effects and absolutely and and th- this this moment where he just rises up like that and 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 forms himself and then turns into the guard as yes. well is pretty darn good even now even after all these years and i and i heard i think i heard back then that they're, they're real twins like those two guys there was no like split screen or taking different takes it was two two brothers you've just pinched something from my behind the scenes but yes yes that's absolutely true the identical twins uh they were by the names of don and dan stanton I love twin names. 
Dan and Dan. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, they've got the same close. initials and everything. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, that's that, that's what they did to get round this. Yes, yeah. Um, but yeah, he he rises up. He turns into the guard, and the guard turns round after finding out he's won something on his little cup there, doesn't he? Yeah. And uh, I remember those. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't. We didn't have them in the UK. No, 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 no. A lot of this film, I, I mean, a lot of America. You know, we used to watch back then, you know, in the 70s, 80s, 90s, and we didn't have it. So very often in American Hollywood films, you would have things which were completely alien to us. So when you see a shopping mall, we didn't have anything that big, you know, over here. We didn't have things like this. So it was always quite fascinating because it was almost like an alien world in itself, watching these things that we didn't have. We have now. I mean, you know, the UK has become very much americanized you know any american coming to england for a holiday you know will have no problem getting around and um there won't be a culture shock trust me um but yeah no yeah he gets that cup and um the t-1000 turns his finger into a spike and spikes him through the eye and Yeah. yeah but that's not a good that's the dummy head that doesn't hold yeah. up now does it you can tell, yeah, you can tell that they use a, a mannequin, a dummy, yeah, but it still works for me. <laughs> when I was talking to Jeff McGee, um, when we did the opening of Raiders of the Lost Ark, we were saying yes. about when you see um, old Alfred Molina there, you know, on the spikes, and, you know, it's obviously a dummy of him, you know, spiked there. The thing that makes it wrong is the eyes there's just something about the eyes and i think the dummy head is fine but there's just something about the eyes they don't there's something off there's something wrong there well i always heard too like if you're like a an artist or a painter like the hardest thing to to draw or paint is an is like face is like an eyes and the design and the and the pupils and everything around it which it's, it's probably hard to make a model of it too yeah you know, it, it, dummy. It, the problem is when you do eyes is to stop them being boss-eyed and keeping them completely lined up but also it's hands as well i've read before it's it, it's drawing hands and horses apparently are really difficult to do why why a horse do you think are they, they're so big and and, and I beautiful don't <laughs> i don't know I, I i guess the worst thing to draw would be a horse with hands then you've got a real problem <laughs> haven't you? yeah but then it will look good because you haven't seen one in your life so it's okay that looks good yeah i see it i suppose yeah yeah <laughs> all right so yeah yeah the dummy head yeah it looked a bit oof back then and it still does now but the t-1000 he hides the body and gets the gun because of course you know this is a staple from the first film uh they can't replicate anything you know mechanical they can't replicate anything uh metal can they so they have to use actual weapons uh right yeah um sarah attacks the sadist of the orderly um, I don't like that orderly. I like the fact that he gets a beating. You know the way he yeah. treats her. That whole licking of the face moment. You know, it's like I've always I watched that over and over again. And Linda Hamilton, she doesn't move. Her eye doesn't blink, no. and it's just it's disgusting to watch. But it's I give her credit, man, for not like ew, like pulling away from it. That used <laughs> you know? to get a reaction. This is one of the films I used to stand at the side and 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 watch the audience more than watch the film because I'd seen it so many times. And that always used to get reaction. When he licks her face, especially from mm-hmm. the females, you get a ooh. But when the guy... Yeah. But when you get the eye uh, uh, spike through the eyeball, no reaction. When he licks her face, you do get a reaction because that's just like crossing the line, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, and you can see the actual like like 
the um, spit just left over yeah. on her cheek, and it's like, oh, yeah. man, get a towel. Yeah, he gets his, and thank God for that. Yeah. You know, he deserved yeah. it. And uh, she gets his keys, and I love this bit. I, 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 It wasn't needed, but when she leaves her room, and she's got, like, his day stick and that, she does a little, like, hop, skip, and a jump thing before she yes. starts running. And it's like, uh, that's brilliant. That's bloody brilliant. Oh, Linda Hamilton didn't need to do that. I'm sure she didn't, but she did. It's it's badass, and I don't know if it's James Cameron. Here's an idea, or if she just did that on her take, and it was just it's it's history now. She is she's a badass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, we cut away the the chubby guard has now turned back into the T1000, so we now now know we've got to keep an eye out for Robert Patrick, and uh, we have a scene where Sarah nabs Doctor Silberman. And mm-hmm. sticks that hypodermic full of floor cleaner into his neck. Again, that used yeah. to get a reaction out of the audience as well, having a, a needle stuck in your neck. Because everyone hates needles. I'm right there in that line. People yeah. hate needles. And then Phil Adreno, whatever it was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> forget it. But it's a brilliant improvise, isn't it? I mean, you think back to Terminator 1, um, Sarah Connor, who was this meek, you know, uh, uh, lady just working as a waitress. And now she's this warrior woman who thinks on the spot and it's like, right, I would need you as a hostage, improvise something, get the hypodermic, stick it in that bottle of you know, floor cleaner or whatever yeah. that is and stick it in his neck. She's absolutely right. All she has to do is squeeze that and he's dead. Yeah, it's 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 like two different actresses in the first one and part two. They're two different total characters. I think maybe that's why I just enjoyed two a lot more because it was totally different from, from the first one. She was she was the wimp, now she's a badass. Arnold was the bad guy, now he's the good guy. It was a total flop of the movie. It is character progression, and I do like it yes. when, you know, characters over the course of a number of films, you do see a development. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, we go outside, and John and Arnie, they've arrived, and we have that whole scene about, you know, <laughs> don't kill anyone. You know? Why? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he shoots him in the kneecaps, and it's like, oh, he'll live, you know. Which is great. It's, it's humor, but that still sucks. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That guy's life is ruined. You know? Yeah, he'll never, he'll, he'll never play soccer again. No, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Arnold. Yeah. It's still, I mean, you're not going to re- recoup and, and heal no, hundred percent back from a shot to the knee. No, no. <laughs> Might as well just just kill him now. <laughs> yeah, put him out of his misery. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, Sarah's escape goes wrong because you know some of the other staff, you know, uh, um, managed to jump her, and she does a runner, and she's making for the lift because she's got to get out and get John Connor. We haven't said, but you know, the, we've already had police officers come to see her and said, look, this is a photo of the guy, you know, attacked a police station X amount of years ago. Here he is in a shopping mall, like, two days ago. Your son is in danger. That's yeah. why she wants to get out of there. She's got to go and save John. Um, right. And she's heading for the lift, and as the lift goes, ping, and yes. she arrives, this, I think, is just a classic moment. It's just a classic moment, because James Cameron is a canny filmmaker, he slows time down as she slides yes. to a halt and Arnold comes out and she falls to the floor. You know, And, and her feet's like she's going, it's like almost she's like on butter. She yeah. can't stand up. She's just sliding and slipping away. And she's backpedaling out there and she's, you, she's brilliant. Linda Hamilton in this is brilliant. She is just stunned and, and just gets up and takes off screaming, you know, now. Right, because I guess in her eyes, the, the Terminator from the first movie is back to yeah. kill her. 
she is we're in her nightmare this is her nightmare yeah. scenario he has come back the thing that she's been dreading all these years you know um since carl reese died is happening you know he has come back the future isn't you know fixed and right. uh yeah and she so she's legging it down the corridor she gets stopped by the staff who were in pursuit um, and that is that her like when she gets tackled i think that's lynn hamilton i think it is all this is real this isn't <sighs> stunt doubles or anything like this that, that they're all going for it aren't they yeah she gets she gets hit hard and she goes down yeah 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 and uh but they get taken out by arnie who's now arrived you know and he's yeah. like throwing people against the uh the wall and everything sound design in this is fantastic in this scene you know the crunches as somebody hits the wall or something like that yeah. you, when that guy gets it. his face smacked against the wall like it's you hear the big smack and yeah, yeah it's like oh shit that yeah, yeah. <laughs> even even the lady who who you know whacks him in the face and knocks his sunglasses a bit askew even that you know has got a good sound effect to it Yes, and that's so cool. The way Arnold looks at her, like, you idiot. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and he just pushes her away, doesn't he? And she skips yeah, across like, the like floor. Yeah, like four miles down the, down the hall. I love it. Yeah, her. yeah, yeah. John arrives then and uh, manages to snap Sarah out of it. And she's like, what the hell's going on? And, and that's when you've got that classic moment, you know, where Arnold puts his arm down and his hand out and says, come with me if you want to live. Yes. Yeah. Pure Arnold line, love it. Pure love Arnold it. line, yeah, yeah. This is, this is, yeah, yeah. You're, you're, you're just grinning when you're sitting, sitting in your cinema seat, aren't you? Guaranteed. Yeah, yeah. but then, then, if it, uh, as if that isn't good enough, they all as one. Even I forgot to say, Doctor Silberman is there as well because he's just about to, you know, give her another injection to calm her down. Does it? Yeah. Does he have, have the the Dan Aykroyd cigarette dangling from his lip? It's not a cigarette. He's... No, it's the cover to the hypodermic. He, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. he's holding that in his mouth, yeah. And they okay. all, as one, look round because, you know, the other side of that um, uh, barred gate is the T-1000, uh, okay, and the music changes then, and they all look towards this cop, and here we go. This is the money shot, isn't it? The yeah. T-1000 squeezes through, you know, <laughs> through It's funny, the he, they... they... Yeah, he walks right. His nose is almost touching the bar. He just he's that close. Yep. Just looking like at, at Arnold and, and and the Connors and whatnot. And it's so like what's like, I'm like like what now kind yeah. of thing, you know? And he squeezes through. When he squishes through those bars, I love Doctor Silberman because. Uh, you know he's he's got that lid to the hypodermic in his mouth and it just falls out of his mouth like that <laughs> with shock. yeah because he i mean no one's seen anything like that no one ever seen a person walk through bars ever i don't even think the t800 you know i don't think even arnie has you know uh seen You're this right. t1000 we don't know do we you know in in this second terminator film we haven't had all the other ones that are up the timeline in the future so we don't even know about you know the association between the T eight hundred and the thousand because we've got earlier in the film when the T one thousand goes to see uh, John's step parents and they say oh you know there was a big guy in 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 leathers came looking for him and Robert Patrick's got a bit of a smirk on his face and said oh I won't worry about him you know yeah well, it, it makes you wonder what did the um, T 
900s look like yeah. in between the, the 800 and the 1000 you well, know it's halfway between robert patrick and arnold schwarzenegger you've got to think of somebody an actor that's halfway that's a good thing for the facebook page i've got to think of now somebody an actor <laughs> physically that's halfway between robert patrick and arnold schwarzenegger and arnold. anybody on the who's listening to this can you put on facebook <laughs> you know who you think is a halfway mark between robert patrick and Arnold. I mean, it won't and be if, Bruce, will it? Bruce. Bruce is too near to yeah. Arnold. Oh, maybe. But, I don't know. Maybe Bruce is about in the middle. What do you think? He's 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 not as big as Arnold, but he's bigger than Robert Patrick. He, he might. He needs he needs hair though. Maybe like eighties Bruce. Like oh, with the hair. You know, I've I've got a diehard era Bruce Willis as the T nine hundred. How about that? I'm going to take it. <laughs> Let's do it. Right. Okay. We need someone with Photoshop to Photoshop Bruce Willis in Die Hard and rip some of his face off and put some chrome under it. That's what oh we need. Yeah. Chris Hernandez, you know who you are? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Get on this. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, Arnold starts opening fire, which knocks the T-1000 backwards doesn't knock him over but it knocks him yeah. back backwards and as you say you, you get these squelchy effects on him um as the blast you know they disrupt the silverness of him um on robert patrick obviously there are prosthetics that are stuck onto his costume but as they arrive right. and as they shrink back into him obviously that's cgi and uh, and you get lovely squelchy hits as they hit him these little noises as they hit him as well <laughs> Yeah, well, that's that's the thing when he went through the bars. Whatever sound that was of the liquidness was just amazing. I know what it is, but I'll save that for behind Ooh. the scenes, okay? Okay, I'm, all right, okay. All right, that's upcoming, that's upcoming. But the T-1000 starts running towards them, gun firing. I don't know what type of gun that is, I haven't looked into it, but whatever type of gun that is, that makes a really nice noise as that's firing. It does, but this is this is a stupid thing I have. When when he's shooting and Arnold's running, is Arnold running weird? I hadn't noticed. Is he you running have weird? To watch. Yeah, he he's running like a bird, like a baby bird. His arms are out, running to the elevator, and it just it, I always oh, laugh at that scene. Isn't isn't that isn't he doing that to shield John? Isn't that what he's doing? I'll have to go back and look at it. Isn't he like sticking his arms out to make his body as wide as possible to okay. like shield John? I can see that. He just looks like a big bird. Okay. He's <laughs> he's not yellow, though, and he hasn't got all no. feathers on the top of his head. That he would be not, weird. No. That would be weird. Just, yeah. It would be weird. Yeah, but they get in the lift. Uh, sorry, elevator. <laughs> I knew what you... I knew... As soon as you said lift first time, I was like, oh, maybe it means elevator. And I knew exactly what you meant. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I was thinking that it's like, shit, I've used the wrong word, haven't I? Um, yeah, all right. Lift, stroke, elevator. Um, the door's shut. But uh, the T-1000, he's turned his arms into blades to open yeah. the doors. And open them he does. And he gets a blast to the face, which splits his face into two. And again, the dummy one, back then, I, I remember thinking, oof, I don't know about that. And, yeah. and and now, even more so, you're thinking, oh, crikey, that, that is a dummy head, isn't it? It is. And when... Maybe it's me. I've seen this so many times. When when he shoots and the camera's behind the T one thousand, isn't the head already apart? I think it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 They haven't cut it quite right. Yeah. But yeah, it's already it's already been done, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But, but the CGI uh, 
of the fusing together of the two parts of his head looks yes. much better. I mean, it's a rare case from these, you know, very, very early CGI days where a CGI effect is actually better than the practical effect. Yeah, it's, that's hard to do. Yeah, and it's and I like how his his, his eyeballs like are looking almost at it yeah. going back together. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but we then get the whole blade attack thing in the lift. Uh, yes. Which is good, and it's suspenseful, and um, you don't need to t- see the T-1000. We never see him up on the roof of the uh, of the lift. It's just, you know, through implication, and that's good. Um, but they get out, they get a police car with the wimpiest police officer I've ever seen. Yeah. The way he sticks his hands up. But that guy's a police officer, <laughs> for goodness sake. Maybe he's in training. Maybe it was his, his, his first night on the job. Is that <laughs> is that what the sort of police officers were like that came into your theater when you were watching it? I yes, I think they were a little bit. I think they were a little bit wimpy, but I think they acted. They they were tough. Right, 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 right. You know. Right. Okay. All right. Um, okay. The T one thousand he oozes down into the lift. You just get yes. this big uh, blob come down, and and he comes out running towards the camera and changing from silver back into. Robert Patrick, which is a great yes. shot. I love that shot. It, it, it really works, and I want to know. Hope you have this in your record. How many miles did, did Robert Patrick run? This is my next note. His oh. way of running, his way of running is amazing. I mean, yes. <laughs> I run if I need to, you know, catch a bus or something, but I don't run like that. <laughs> the amount of calories. Is it- the way his arms are moving like that, and he's got the most determined look on his face as well, hasn't he? But that's the thing. He's you don't see you almost you, you almost don't see him breathing, like gasping for air and, uh, and huffing and puffing. He's just he's just going, and then he gets shot and he's like falling down. He's still chasing. And he it. gets back up again. And you've got brilliant music all through this. You know the yeah. the police cars in reverse. He keeps getting shot. He keeps getting lots more of these hits. He keeps getting back up and he keeps uh, cu- keeps on coming. Uh, the car manages to turn around and. This is my worst moment of the film is um, when he jumps. I know what you're saying. I was going to say jumps onto the boot of the car, but it's not. It's it's the trunk of the car. I guess the trunk. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. over here it's the boot. When he jumps onto the trunk slash boot of the car, Mm -hmm. you've got this really fake dummy. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Oh, that's going back to silent era days. They haven't articulated the knees or the waist at all, or anything. It's just like a shop room dummy in clothes being pulled along, doesn't it? Just attached to the back of the car. It's, it, yeah, you yeah. don't see the head moving or no. a leg moving. Yeah, it's, it is bad. This I is, guess it is. This is what you would get in a 19, you know, 30s Charlie Chaplin or a Lauren Hardy film. And that was a comedy <laughs> moment. You're not supposed to believe it, you know. You, yeah. you know, Ollie falls out of a, a window and, yeah, and then he lands. But, uh, yeah, you're supposed to believe this. And it's, I suppose they thought, oh, it won't look so bad when we edit it. But, yeah, yeah but, it does look but do bad. You, do you think if they tried to put in, in like, a CGI T-1000 with moving and climbing that could have looked pretty bad? Because the way the car was moving and they couldn't line it up right or something? I don't know. With James Cameron being a stickler and everything, and we were just saying then, you know, about that uh, Lindo Hamilton, it was all happening for real. You know, he was a stickler for things happen- happening physically on set. I'm, I'm surprised he didn't weed away uh, stuntman into hanging on to the back of that for real. Yeah, they, they could have done a stunt guy and maybe not have the car look like it's going that fast, but kind of speed it up so there is a person on there kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, I mean, you know, Raiders Lost Ark, you've got a stuntman going underneath that truck and then hanging on the back and climbing back up. So, 
<laughs> this know. is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, it, James Cameron, you hack. What are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> go back and fix it. Come on. Um, yeah, no, that is that that is a bit of an ouch moment. That's when it does take you a bit out of the film. You go, Ooh, no, that's a dummy. That's a dummy. Um, but he makes yeah. hooks out of his arms and he like climbs up, doesn't he, onto the trunk sl- slash boot and yes. smashes the rear window and 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 eventually gets blasted off. And, and and that's scary by itself, like the glass everywhere. Yeah. Cover your eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's the sound effects again. You know, you to- to- totally buy it. And I love the fact that uh, when Arnold does shoot him and he falls off, when he lands on the ground, you've got this really metallic metallic clanging noise as he's yes. like, like rolling over. Yeah, that was that was good. Whoever did that sound effect, the thing was dead on. Yeah. Now we're almost at the end of our sequence because he's again he starts chasing after them again. <laughs> you know, I don't know what a top speed of a T one thousand is, but it doesn't match a police car. Um, and he he, <laughs> he he stops. He gives up and he stops by that piece of a hook that has been blasted off of him, which then absorbs itself back into his foot, doesn't it? Which is perfect. And that little goopy how yeah. it goes into his again, foot. Just... The sound effects. The visual effects are great. The sound effects are great. Yeah. 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 So it's, it's, it's perfect. Yeah. That's our sequence over. So we go into behind the scenes, right? Okay. Now, when they greenlit a sequel to Terminator, Terminator was this, you know, um, um, out of nowhere underground hit that people liked. And I, as I say, it's my favorite. I, I would have, I would have liked it if, there had never been another one. You didn't need another one. That's a perfectly self-contained science fiction story, isn't it? You know, the world... True. They've yeah. saved the future, you know. It's a happy ending, you know. Uh, Linda Hamilton goes off and have has her life. Maybe she does have a son, but that's the end of it. But, um, no, they decide... Hollywood being Hollywood, it made lots of money. We've got to have a sequel. So James Cameron was thinking of an idea for a sequel. And the first idea for a sequel to, was to have the whole film set in the future you know the whole future war man against cyborg okay oh okay but back then you know about 1990 they thought that's going to be far too expensive we can't do that we've got to set it in the modern world okay um then so the next idea they come up with all right well let's have the twist be arnold is back but he's a good good guy right so that's fine that's a good idea they really okay that was there at the very 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 uh first idea was bring back arnold the twist being he's a good guy sent back to protect john connor so that was there almost from the get-go okay, okay. um but then the question was well who's going to be the bad guy and the very first idea that they came up with for being the bad guy to pit against arnie was for him to go up against a female terminator right Ooh, that's t3 right yeah it is t3 <laughs> But back wow. here, before T2, they thought about that, but they rejected it because they thought that was too comical, right? It was huh. too ridiculous. So James <clears throat> okay. Cameron threw out the idea of a female Terminator. Funny that a few years later, that's what they went with. You know? so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they rejected that, and then, right, what should we do now? The next idea was to have two Arnies, okay? A good Arnie and a bad Arnie two t-800s okay Ooh, okay, okay. Um, but then they thought well to stop things being t- too confusing because at some point the two you know terminators have got to fight got a battle yeah, who, yeah how do you tell one from the other they thought well the only way 
they could do that is if one of them would be disfigured in some way say the bad one had got half of its face blown off or something like that okay right but that would mean having arnold schwarzenegger in the makeup chair an awful lot longer than he would normally do you see okay so they thought that'd be too time consuming so they got rid of that idea okay so next one it's right okay next bad guy well we know that the bad guy's got to be more threatening and more powerful than arnold okay but how do you do that i mean it's got to be like a human shaped threat but how do you do that without making it even more bigger or more menacing or more inhuman okay okay and they decided on an unthreatening looking guy okay who housed the secret which is this living metal thing okay so ordinarily he would just look like a normal joe but he he is far more powerful than arnold he just doesn't show it okay which i think is kind of smart because you know arnold is is, is huge he, he's Arnold Schwarzenegger league you can't have anyone i guess if the rock was back then around but he's not, maybe he's not it, what, what was it with you chris i i i, I was very <laughs> disappointed i went up to madame two swords in london and they, they they've got arnold there um, he's not that big he's not i would say he's height wise five nine five ten he's not tall he's not tall at all i'm six foot two and i was much much taller than him okay maybe it's his his track record of how awesome he was his whole uh, 80s story. no this is bloody hollywood again this is how come tom <laughs> tom cruise can be this you know this like you know hunk of a action hero it's all to do with the angle and <laughs> of, the, of the camera you know um this is true i'll send you a photo later i i had a photo taken of me next to arnold and yeah no he's not tall arnold is you, not tall <laughs> Do you think you could take him in in a in a mall hallway? Maybe maybe if I had a gun, I I, I couldn't take him with in a you know arm wrestling. I know that. Okay. But all right. yeah, I'll send you the photo later, and I will put on Facebook when this episode comes out. Me me and Arnold posing alongside each other, and you'll see what I mean. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. So they came up with this liquid metal idea, you know, that basically the T1000 can turn itself into anything it wants. And James Cameron felt that CGI was the way to go with this. Okay. Because he had already, you know, um, toyed with CGI and had experience on the abyss, you know. Uh, yeah. For, that, for, that's a, Isn't that what started all this, like... T one thousand this, yeah, yeah, yeah. This okay. th- th- this very fluid form, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The early days of it was in the abyss, and of course that was industrial light and magic as well. They had already proved to him that they could do that. Okay, so he sought out um, industrial light and magic, and and specifically Dennis Murin, you know, who is a name yeah. you know from 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 Star Wars. Oh he, yeah. So he got them uh, on board and said, look, show me what you can do, okay? And they did a test film. Okay, Um, they did a just it was just a single shot of the T-1000. It was almost human, still in its chrome form, but uh, walking out of the fireball. You know, they 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 redid that and, you know, they incorporated it into the end of the truck chase, didn't they? But when. Yeah, that was the very shot they first ever did. And it was just a test one. That's not the actual shot they did, but just to show that they could do it. It was him coming out of that fireball in chrome and turning back into a human, okay? Okay. Now, that shot that they did for James Cameron to say, I think we can do this, that took 35 
C CGI people to do that. Okay. For that, for that one little scene. For that one little scene took 35. Wow. But the amount of people working on T2 uh, would triple. By the time they came to principal production, that number went up to almost 100 to, to cope with all the CGI effects. Okay. Now, in the abyss, the CGI effects in the abyss, okay, uh, only... We had this conversation once before when we were talking about Jurassic Park and, you know, when... Do you remember I said to you, you know, about how the actual CGI effects are a minuscule amount of running time for that film? Do you remember me saying that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it was the same in The Abyss. The actual CGI effects in The Abyss only amounted to 75 seconds out of that whole film. Out of the whole movie? Jeez. 75 seconds, but it took them nine months to do that. To do 75 seconds. It took nine months, yes. God. Yeah. So when they came to Terminator 2, they had 50 separate T- T-1000 shots, okay, which in total took up three and a half minutes screen time. Out of this whole film we're talking about, there are only three and a half minutes of CGI T-1000, okay? All that money, that's, like, that's so much money to produce three and a half minutes. <laughs> Money, okay, if you're talking money, for that three and a half minutes, it cost five and a half million dollars. <laughs> which is I love hearing this stuff. Which is almost exactly the same cost for the cost of the entire first Terminator film. Oh my god. So that, the cost it's, it's, of the first Terminator film equates to three and a half minutes <laughs> of the of, second Terminator film. It's, it's it's it boggles your mind. Your mind is just you can't comprehend that sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> now for the T one thousand, as I say, they wanted a, a regular looking guy for the T one thousand. Okay, that that actually stems back to the first Terminator film. The first Terminator film before Arnold was brought on board was they wanted him to be just a regular Joe. Okay, who would yeah. blend in? That was the whole idea. He's an infiltration unit. A Terminator is an infiltration unit. He blends in. You don't look at him twice, but he is this lethal killing machine, you see. And that's why Lance Henriksen went up for the Terminator role in Terminator. Okay, I did hear that. I did yeah. hear that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So that that goes back to the very first Terminator film. This idea. Um, they wanted an unknown. Now, if you look on Wikipedia or anywhere, okay, that's not what they're saying. They're saying that people like Billy Idol were up for the role. For the T-1000? Yeah. I've seen Billy Idol in concert in real life. He's a tiny guy. Yeah, no, he's not a T-1000. No. Um, another thing that I've seen, and it's like, I don't think so, was like Michael Bean was up for the T-1000. See, I love Michael Bean now. <laughs> I love Michael Bean, but it would that would be far too confusing. You know, he's Kyle yeah. Reese. Yeah, if he wasn't in the first one, hire him. Yes, you're part yeah. two. Yes, you're yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, you can't bring him back. But but then I guess it could play with like she might think that's him, even though he's yeah, that, that's just not to psych him. her out. Yes. yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But at the time, Robert Patrick, he was relatively unknown at that time. Um, he had just been in Die Hard two though. He was one of the, yes. uh, the, the, the the goons in Die Hard 2. And James Cameron was impressed by him. And that's when he brought him in for a screen test. Okay. And he even ran. He ran down that little, little John McLean yes. shooting at him. He ran down that thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen from various places that uh, Robert Patrick 
went off to the zoo and he studied animals, you know, to because he has got this great manner of as he walks along, he's like scanning people, isn't he? And he's looking back. He does. And it's, in, yeah. it's it's all in his eyes. Yeah. He, and the way he cocks his head and like almost like Michael Myers at times like, yeah. to like look at something. Yeah. I've, I, I've seen I've seen mentioned that it, that he would study the uh, the, the head movements of a, an American eagle. That was one. Yeah. And another one, that. and another one is a shark. And a shark, I can definitely see. I mean, you know, if a shark turned into a human being, it would be Robert Patrick as the T one thousand. The way it just stares, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah, he has that. He has that, like almost like his his those those dead eyes. He does just. I said earlier, you. you know, when he goes up and he knocks on the door of, uh, you know, John's uh, step-parents, and he's like, like, have you got a photo of John? And he's trying to say it with a smile on his face, but look at those <laughs> yeah. eyes, you know. <laughs> he's looking almost right through you because he knows what he wants. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Right, you mentioned it earlier. Yeah, the sounds of the T-1000 squeezing through those yes. bars. Would what you like that? to have a guess? What do you think? It, 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 it's a sound of a real-life object. Don't be it's rude. Do- it's not rude. <laughs> I was thinking like like the way Jello moves, or if you put something in Jello and you pull it out, it jello. is something coming out of something, but it's <laughs> not Jello. See, you can't see I'm that. I'm not to being me. no, no, no. It's not being rude. <laughs> for me to sit here and not think of something, um, <laughs> I don't know. Like I don't know. Right, I'll tell you. It's as okay. simple as you open a, ta- a can of dog food, turn it upside down, and it's that slurping noise. Oh when that yep. tube of dog food comes out, that's what that yeah. is. Okay. Yeah, I I I hear it now. Yeah. Yes. Go back after we've finished talking. Go back and listen to that, and it's like, yep, that's what that is. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the 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 noise of general slurps and oozes. What they did is they put. <laughs> I would love to see on on the binds the scenes them doing this. They got the microphone and they rolled a condom over it. Okay. What? Okay. It's a good job, this, isn't it? You, you roll it over a, a over the microphone, and you dip it into a bowl of flour and water, and then you move it around. Okay, so that waterproofed it. And then Dude, you. Why move... do you have the, Why do they have to use a condom? Can they because use it like... waterproofs the microphone. Otherwise, the water's going to get into the workings of the microphone and shoot have it out. Have you done this before, Eric? I haven't, but I'm thinking about doing it now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 and and the sound of the bullets when they hit the T one thousand that 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 yeah. that squelchy noise that was uh, you get a uh, like a wine glass, turn it upside down, okay, and slam it into like a bowl of yogurt, so you get that noise as it just goes in, okay. Who like who thinks of this? I don't know. It's not Ben Burt, but it's someone as creative as Ben. Burt. Yeah, I was gonna say it sounds Ben Burtish. Yeah, it's it's really. Like, let's get a wine glass and some yogurt and see what happens, you know? <laughs> well, that's all I've got on behind the scenes for special effects. The, the, the only other couple of things I've got is that uh, we've already mentioned the twins playing their guard. Um, the scene where Lyndall Hamilton picks the lock on her cell, that was true because she learned to pick locks for real. So she actually did pick that lock for real. So... In all these movies, in the history of movies, when there's a paperclip used to unlock a lock, it's it, that can happen. Like it, that is, oh yeah, it's, it's, yeah, old locks like that. Yeah, definitely you can. Yes. And yeah. it, it seems so easy. Yeah, yeah. It seems like you just move it twice <laughs> and and you're out. <laughs> it's like, it's like, can you go? Can you imagine going out to your van and taking the cover off and just p- picking two random wires and sticking them together? That won't make your your van work, will it? 
No. No, it'll make the CD player come on or something like your windscreen wipers. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. And the last fact I've got is that apparently Linda Hamilton, she suffered permanent hearing uh, loss to one ear because during that the elevator shootout, she didn't put her earplugs in. And yeah, she's got permanent ear damage from that. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, so you can watch that scene and think, yeah, bye-bye eardrum when you watch oh, that. Just, maybe there'll be a scene in the new movie where she goes, what? Hey, hey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Turns her hearing aid up, yeah. <laughs> or she's got one of those big trumpet things, you know? <laughs> I'd love it. I'd love it if that something? was in there. Yeah, she she looks very buff, but, you know, her, her hearing is crap, yeah. That's funny. <laughs> All right. Right, well, that's behind the scenes, so we get into a rating. So, yes. uh, what do you reckon? And it is just this sequence, okay, not the whole film. And I'm, I'm putting you to the test on this one, okay? Right. And you said that the um, dummy head guard takes it out a little bit, and, yep. the, and the dummy on the, on, the, on the trunk. But for me, still, one of my favorites, and the goopiness, and the walking through the bars, everything about this. This change, this changed movies. I think, yeah. like, like after this, everything afterwards tried to be T two style. Here's a rating. I don't know what you can do with this. Okay. All right. I don't know how you're gonna do. Put it in your calculator and make it come out to to something. Can I rate? Oh, this? it's not a big, big number again, is it? How big is big? Well, something point something 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 something. Is it gonna be well, one of them? It's one less something. You All had right. five something. <laughs> Go on then, go on. I've got my calculator ready. I don't know if this. I don't know if this is doable. If not, take it out. I want to give this nine point one thousand. Nine point. Well, nine point one thousand is nine point one. It doesn't matter how many yeah, zeros but, you've got after it. It's nine point one, isn't it? But nine point one thousand just sounds better because it's T one thousand. All right, nine point one thousand. All right. No, I can do that. I've got my calculator with me. All okay. Right. All right. I'm, I was. Not, I was waiting. Okay. Nine. All right. I t- no. I, I, actually, can you hear that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's me scratching out my things because I'm changing my, I'm changing my uh, um, vote now. Hang on. Okay. And I'm just typing. Is, it, is this the first? Are you changing your vote? Yes. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm ta- I, oh. Oh. That's good. That's good. I have changed mine to match yours. Oh. Not nine point one thousand. I say. You know, the CGI still holds up. Still holds up really, really well, but I don't like the 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 dummy head with the spiked eye. I yes. don't like the head in half, and I don't like dummies hanging off of the trunk. And I was gonna give it a seven and a half, but I'm gonna give it a seven point one thousand. Right. <laughs> so that means if you give it a nine point one thousand and I give it a seven point one thousand, it has an average of eight point one thousand. I'm gonna believe you. I... <laughs> That's too much math, but I will take it. Believe me, it gets an 8.1,000 or 8.1 million, whatever. It doesn't matter with zeros, you know, but yeah. All right, 8.1, whatever you want to make it, okay? Okay. Okay. All right. All right. right. Well, that's it. That's us done, Chris. Thank you. This was fun. You know how much I love T2. This is one of my favorite films of all time. Well, I was thinking about asking you. I mean, you were here for our first one, Terminator. Uh, here you are with Terminator 2. Do you dare come back for Terminator 3? <laughs> I would I would love to, and T3 is not one of my faves. I don't think we're going to get an 8.1 thousand for that, are we? No, no, we're not. Well, although 
what is what is what's her number? <laughs> TX she wasn't know? she? I think she was a TX. I think you're right. Yeah. So what's X? And that's ten, right? <laughs> yeah, in Roman numeral numerals. Yeah, but there's no effects in that are, that are ten out of ten. I'm pretty darn no. sure. All yeah, right. you're absolutely right. <laughs> right. All right. We'll have a think about that. All right. Okay. All right. All right. Well, thank you for today, Chris. Thank you, Eric. It was this was fun. It's always fun. Always fun, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. All right. Okay. Thank you, matey boy, and uh, I'll speak to you soon. Okay. Cheers then. Bye bye. Bye bye. I must say today, Chris, you have disappointed me. Well, <laughs> and not only have you disappointed me, you've disappointed Matt and Tim and Dave and <laughs> Jeff and Wade. Okay, Shit. because yeah. this morning I sent them all a message saying I'm recording with Chris this afternoon about Terminator Two. Does anyone well, want to be brave and say he won't say hasta la vista or I'll be back? Do you know what's weird? Shit! Do you know what's weird? Because <laughs> when you just ended the show, I was thinking, "Hey, Eric, I'll be back." But then I, then I thought, I said that last time. See, I was they thinking that all of them have have gone. Nah, he's definitely going to say it. They could have taken it and won the money. <laughs> Damn it! Because I was thinking that, but I'm like, no, I said that. I said that in the first one for Terminator. I'm, I'm not going to say it again. Uh, yeah, but he's Hasta La Vista is in this film, isn't it? You yeah. Know? I sh- Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> they could have made money. They could have yes. made money. You know, they, yes. they. I think they all figured that. Uh, no, he's going to say one of the two. You know. Now I, I know you. Now this is. You should put this. I don't know if you're still recording. I'm still recording. <laughs> you should put this at the end after the whole show, and then I will. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking it. I was thinking it. But I didn't do 